Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host, Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Join me and let's talk about the elections. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. Now, cousins, I know you've been uh, perhaps caught up on a number of other things that are kind of important to you. It's the fall, and the leaves are starting to turn. It's kind of pretty in a lot of parts of the country. There's been the COVID is continuing. We've lost a lot of good cousins over a period of time, and uh, there's a lot going on. And so, so all the factors of all the things you're dealing with in your life, let's take a moment to think about that and have a quick one to say, we made it. So now, cousins, within the guidelines of all the things that's going on, I know football season started on high school, college, and the pros, basketball season, hockey season, the World Series is going on. There's a lot of things that distract you in that way. The COVID-19 is still out there. There's, uh, there's questions about vaccines, et cetera. Now you cousins still need to get vaccinated for the first time. Please do. There's also the beginning of the flu season. And so as we know now from last year, because of the precautions we took against the flu season, we know that wearing masks, maintaining social distancing, washing your hands and not putting them on your face helps to eliminate or reduce what? Airborne communicated diseases like the flu. And more specifically, to get real serious about the COVID-19. All right? So... Continue wearing your mask, cousins, because now it's another part of time, as well as for those of you cousins, which is everybody, should consider getting a flu vaccine. Don't take it from me. Take it from your public health officials in your state. Talk to your doctors. They'll all tell you to get the flu vaccine, in addition to the COVID-19. So what am I talking about today? Well, it just so happens with all these other things going on, cousins, next week is your opportunity to vote again. Huh, how about that? Didn't we seem like we just got finished going through electoral process in 2020, which is still being drug on much too long, in my opinion, with scandalous questions about accuracy and appropriateness? But anyway, that's another side story. But to that point, cousins, it's your opportunity to go vote again. And when I say again, it's that the opportunity to vote comes up every year. But it depends upon what in your state, and everything's particular to your state, as to what you are voting for at your particular state, okay? In the description, I have a link to a website that offers information regarding every state as to what offices are up for election, whether they be state offices, federal offices, or in fact, your local town and city offices. Okay, cousins? So the point is, as you get Look forward to all your seasons starting, sports seasons or fishing seasons or whatever season you might be concerned about, even the young ones going back to school, right? That's season. That's kind of exciting, too. You have a season to go vote. That season to vote is now, and it's going to be continuing into next week, the first week of November, depending upon your state and town, maybe a little bit into October. So you need to go vote. 
So what's different about this? Well, you figure last year there was the presidential campaigns, which just gets a lot of money, a lot of traction, a lot of news ads and that sort of thing. And then you start getting into a lot of congressional, which happens every two years. So guess what? All the House of Representatives are going to be up for election next year in 2022. That's your opportunity to get involved in that election. This year, that's considered, quote unquote, an off election. There will be more state representatives and state positions available, as well as your local town. So as we're now starting to understand, cousins, I hope you are, at least from listening to me and start seeing what's happening, what happens on both your state, your local town, and the federal level has a lot of impact on you and the rest of your family. Now, cousins, that impact made by the decisions of the people that we elect to serve us, right? Notice the words. They serve us because they are our elected officials, right? So they came and asked us for our vote. Remember last year I talked about the three things that politicians need? They need your vote on the voting day. They need your continual support during their campaign and then afterwards support their positions. And then they need you to also then go out and send them money. <laughs> okay? Maybe you're a little short on the money. I'm a little short this year too. But it's also part of it because the campaigns and all the flyers that you may be getting in your mail now is not, uh, not cheap and doesn't come for free. With me, cousins? So that's what the three things they need from you. So now they're going to ask you for your vote this year. You want to exercise that right to vote. Some of the states, as we've talked about, cousins, have gone through and changed the voting laws in regards to what it takes for you to be able to go vote. You need to go exercise that democratic individual muscle you have to go vote. Go find out where your polling location is. Make sure that you're still on the rolls from last year. You know, I would think that if you were on the rolls last year and you actually participated, you ought to still be on this year. But some of the states are starting to play with that a little bit, cousins. So go and make sure. Check it out and make sure that you, with the spelling of your name and what's accurate, that you're there. If, in fact, there's some concern about COVID, maybe you did absentee ballot, mail-in ballot last year. They might have changed that this year. Eh, cousins, go ask that question. Find out for sure. And then also then when it comes time to ask your candidate for your vote, ask he or she what their position is on offering you that capability to vote in that manner. You with me, cousins? Because they're making the decisions. So if they're not making decisions based upon what you want, then who are they going to make decisions based upon? <laughs> Remember that money thing we were talking about? Cousins, okay? We've seen it play out for us on TV. It plays out every night. You see it in the newspaper, online, that the important decisions that are being made by our elected officials sometimes represent the best interests of our, of our people, sometimes don't. Let me give you a classic example right now. So all of a sudden, there's this infra infrastructure bill out in Congress, right? And you see it talking about people trying to make it happen, people trying not to make it happen, and, and how big the infrastructure is for building new bridges and highways and roads and all that kind of stuff that we need desperately. I don't know about you, but, you know, it's obvious in my area. Then there's all these other things that are identified as being needed. And then there's also one little element of there is who's going to tax, be taxed in order to be able to pay for all this. And they're talking about how they can't get agreement to make that happen.
Now, <clears throat> it just so happens, and so correct me if I'm wrong, cousins, that the Democrats are trying to push this bill. Is it perfect? Probably not. How many things are? But is it doing a lot of things for cousins that based upon the pandemic, I believe and see we probably need? Eh, maybe not the total, but a bunch of it. Scale it back, not cut it out. That's what I'm talking about. And then all of a sudden, none, like zero is the number, of the Republicans want to support this. So either they think it's bad ideas, in which they could come up with new ones, because that's their jobs, right? Or they don't think you deserve or need these things. So if they don't think you deserve or need them, it's why? Because maybe you didn't tell them that you need it, or that you want it, or that that'll make your life easier or better, help your family get ahead, help your community get ahead, because one of the elements is there is talking about clean energy and trying to address some of the issues associated with climate change. That, as far as what I'm seeing, everybody in the cousins, country is getting impacted by, right? In fact, some of you cousins are still responding to the wildfires, the hurricanes, the floods, et cetera, associated with climate change activities. Aren't you still dealing with that? Come on, cousins. Those decisions can help us try to alleviate or minimize those activities. So go vote because voting is an exercise. It's a habit. It's something that you have to continue to work with and exercise your right to go do. Don't take the time off. Don't slough off. Go vote. So here's a couple ideas. There may in fact be additional opportunities for you between now and your actual election date, find out when that is, to ask some questions of your candidates. And so on Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas now is our first time and next year, most specifically in 2022, I'm going to give you a couple questions you might want to consider asking. Things that might be important to you. Make your own. And these are the questions that as you listen to your candidates, as you read their documentation, as you see what they have online, as you see what they give you in flyers, you see their sound bits on TV, you can understand as to where they're coming on some of these different positions. And then you then decide what makes the most sense for you because what is good for you is what is good for you, right? <laughs> And so as a result, cousins, don't arbitrarily assume that, oh, well, gee, my dad was a this and my granddad was a this because the decision they chose for a political party was based upon their times. You have to make your own call today regarding the political party as to what's addressing the needs and concerns that you and your family have today. All right. For example, if you needed a higher minimum wage because either you're working for minimum wage or somebody else in your family and then people aren't supporting that, well, why not? And is that in line with what your interests really are? You with me, cousin? And so all those things can be addressed by who you decide to elect to what? Serve you. Let me give you a couple of questions you might use as starter sets moving forward. Once again, these are just examples, okay? So you can modify it for your particular state, your particular issue, and you can kind of go on from there. The first one I come up with, which I kind of talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me. couple weeks ago regarding education, which I'm going to continue to hammer on because it's critical for our national security and for all the things we're looking to do going forward. All right. One of the questions you might want to ask is to a, look to, to a candidate who's asking for your vote, right, is what is your position on improving educational outcomes in our state or town? All right. You can go online 
and you can look up and find out where your state is, is uh, registered in regards to ranked, rather, all against all the other states in the country. And keep in mind that the best in the United States are not necessarily the best in the world. You got me on that, cousins? The best here, educational attainment, is not necessarily the best in the world. Because just because you say, hey, we're number one in the United States, that doesn't mean we're number one in the world. But that's where we need to be, right? Don't you agree, cousins? I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's a whole world global competition, so it's no longer a question, are you best in your town? You're going to be best in your state. You, get, you know my point. So then the next question you might want to ask, and this is a big one, is that what was the COVID-19 relief money from the federal government? How was it spent in your city or your town or your state, rather? Because the federal government gave a lot of money to all the states, everybody. And so now the question is, cousins, what did your state do with the money? All right. And was what they did was that the best thing for you and the other cousins in your state. I think if you look into that cousin, some of you might be disappointed, but you check it out. OK. One of the other questions I just talked about regarding climate change is do you accept the impact of climate change on our state? And if you do, what is your position as to how to address it? So cousins, here's for an example. To my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Miami Beach in Florida, which I hope to go spend some time in, a lot of time, they've had an issue with rising sea levels associated with climate change uh, down in Miami Beach. And to my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, they spend hundreds of millions of dollars putting in new pumping stations in order to be able to pump the water off city streets, out of driveways, out of garages as a result of floodings. All right? Now, cousins, that's their approach. But let's look at it. If you're taking that approach to try to reduce the impact of, of uh, global warming doesn't, or climate change, doesn't that also mean that you have to accept that it's real? <laughs> if we accept that it's real, cousins, we can do larger things on a larger scale basis. That's all I'm saying. But sometimes it needs to start small to make it happen. You with me? So one of the other things is, talk about voting, is... Um, you know, here's one. The right to vote is a constitutional right. We all know that, right? Did we have a fair and accurate election in our state or town in 2020? Simple. Did we have a fair one? Because if we had one, then it's good. And if, we, if the answer is yes, why should we change it? If we had a process that worked, when everybody was impacted because of COVID, which everybody couldn't get out necessarily to get to the polls, when all the other factors that participated with it were important to us. Do you believe that? Because there's a lot of people back and forth, cousins, who claim that they don't believe it. But you know, when you really get down to it, cousins, there's only one person who says that the result was not correct. Everybody else who got elected, no one is questioning their election. Isn't that funny, cousins? <laughs> All right, so think about that one, because you're going to believe, believe me or your lying eyes. All the other elections in the state, in the country, everything was fine. No one questioned their particular election. No one in Congress, no one in your state participated or questioned their particular election results except one person. And last, cousins, which I think we everybody saw that's getting a lot of attention but should be getting more, in my opinion, is that what is your opinion of what happened at our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, 
And what do you think should happen to address those who inappropriately access the Capitol? I'm using those nice choice words. Inappropriately accessed, like knock down the doors as inappropriate access. You do that anywhere else, at least breaking and entering, isn't it, Cousins? All right, so look, Cousins, the point is you have an opportunity to go into exercise your right to vote. Go vote. Exercise the system. Make sure that all the procedures are there for you to be able to cast your vote and have it be counted accurately and appropriately by the appropriate officials and not change because somebody else decides they, want, they don't like the way the outcome turns out, right? Because your vote in a democracy, one equals one. That's the way it's supposed to work in America. All right, cousin, you take care of yourselves. We'll see you next episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Keep wearing those masks. Get the vaccine because, <sighs> come on, cousins. <laughs> you take care. We are the people. Welcome to the show.